podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite Wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Boys. Come on, boys. The Cisco Kid is back. He is back, and we wouldn't be able to get him back if it wasn't for our wonderful sponsor, MyBookie.ag. If you want to gamble on sports illegally because Kansas and Missouri suck and they don't know how to pass a law, go to MyBookie.ag. Use promo code CHAIR. Use all caps. C-H-A-I-R. You get a 100% deposit match up to 1000 bucks. You all are rich and smell good, so you have a thousand bucks to throw into my bookie. All of a sudden, boom! You got two thousand bucks to gamble on. It's a pretty good deal. And what would you do if you had all that money? What would I you would, spend it on? Um, probably some cheese. Go to almacheese.com. Our sponsors, we love yeah. them. Alma Creamery, uh, the best garlic cheese curds in the world. You can get five pound blocks of cheddar, pepper jack, all sorts of great stuff. Conveniently located in Alma, Kansas, right on I-70. It is the number one place I like to get my Kansas farm fresh milk cheese. Me too. Every time I every time I get any cheese, I'm driving to Alma. Yeah, it's the best spot. And then finally, our final sponsor, if you don't have a sexy former quarterback like Jesse Ertz to look at, you need help getting your dick hard. It's you true. need to go to bluechew.com, <laughs> use promo code armchair. The only thing that can get you almost as hard as Jesse Ertz running against Baylor is Blue Chew. Happy to be here for you. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jesse. Thanks for having me back. Sorry to make you blush there. But oh, I'm, I'm red right now. He is. His face got hot, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, we know you don't need any help in that department, but right. if you have any <laughs> friends like Brogan, maybe, uh, yeah. use BlueChew.com. Yeah, times Promo two. code armchair. <laughs> Free month, pay for shipping. Shall we get into it? We should. Before we get into it, we have a presentation. If you look to your right, you have the elusive, the most exclusive, the best-looking recurring guest koozie in the history of the world. It features the original logo plus our recurring guest logo on the other side. You are now in a group with just awesome people like Brogan, Travis Tannehill, just some K State Hall of Famers, right? It's there. elite company. I'm I'm proud today. Has Brogan been on twice? Yes. Damn, he I was, don't remember. He was our very first guest after the spring game. I know. Then that. he came to. Uh, oh yeah. Cinderblock yeah. Brewing. We had him on with bumpers. That's yes. right. Okay. Very cool. <laughs> shout out Brogan. Yeah. Shout out to Brogan. Um. So yeah. First off, if anyone hasn't listened to the Blitzweek episode where Jesse was on the first time, go back and listen to it, and then we can laugh at some of the stuff he said. Um, Down for that. It was it was good stuff, but I think uh, it's time to jump into it. We have some actual games that we can talk about. Yes, some good stuff. Grant, why don't you Indeed. kick us off? All right. So it hasn't obviously been that long since we've had you on, mm-hmm. but a lot has changed surrounding K-State football. You know, could you have written a better script for the yeah. start of this season? Without a doubt. So anytime you have something that you want to be great, you got to have a vision of what it's going to be, right? And um, I think I had a vision of... of um, of it going really well and a vision of it maybe not going so well. And uh, I was obviously hoping 
for the former. And, um, I mean, it's surpassed my expectations, what I was hoping, my vision of what I thought it could be. Um, I mean, I'm just incredibly impressed every week, more so every week. And uh, it's extremely exciting time for sure. So talk us what you've seen from Skyler thus far and what has he done specifically to lead him to being one of the most efficient passers in the country, one of the most accurate passers in the Mm -hmm. country. If you listen to Pro Football Focus, the number one graded quarterback in college football three games into the season. Yeah, he's been tremendous. And uh, coming into the year, I I really looked forward to seeing the offensive line. I thought that there was going to be a big jump in production, running the football, um, just a lot of those things. And I was maybe a little bit more worried just with – not as many uh, receiving threats and and you know guys that are as proven, um, not quite as deep, and um, I, that's not been the case at all. I mean, been incredibly uh, impressed with several guys, Malik Knowles being uh, one of them, obviously. Um, and I think the biggest thing for Skyler is that he's been incredibly smart with the ball. Um, he's played within the the system. He's played um, no ri- nothing risky. He's taken what the defense gives him, and it's all efficiency. Um, and, you know, the big plays come, and, and they have. And, uh, you know, as long as he keeps doing that, I think we're going to be in a good spot. You mentioned the offensive line. How pleased have you been or even surprised have you been mm-hmm. with their performance switching, you know, from the zone concept to the pull right. and power? Right. So that's kind of what we talked about a little bit last time, I think, is uh, I kind of expected to see uh, a big improvement just from, you know, the naked eye, just from watching the games, man, we're, we've got holes all of a sudden, you know, and um, I mean, our offensive line is, is built uh, slightly, I don't want to say, you know, here smaller, it sounds bad. Um, we're talking 300 pounds versus 320. So they're slightly smaller than your average uh, offensive line because we want our guys in shape they're very athletic. They're very good at the the pull and power, like you're saying. Um, so we, we kind of got away from that last season. We didn't really run a lot of that. So this year we get uh, these guys from North Dakota State. I knew we were going to see more of that, and um, and it's really benefited those guys. I mean, they're on full display right now. So we talked about that last time. You touched on it there. Um, I think we all had high hopes for Connor Riley as offensive line coach, mm-hmm. but I know I personally didn't think it would be that drastic that quick. Are you surprised of how quickly they were able to, or knowing that you know that might be better for their style? Is this you know? Are you not as surprised? Maybe the public is that they yeah. took to it like fish to water, basically. No, I expected it to be you're going to use fish to water. I'm saying this is a plant needed water, so you know they hit the the water. <laughs> that is a great know. line. So. I, I'm telling you, I, it was never a Coach Dickey thing. Coach Dickey was a great coach, um, you know, and, and with time I'll get a better knowledge of, you know, the current situation. I knew uh, Coach Riley was a very talented coach. Um, everything I'd heard was awesome. Um, the guys love him. They're, you know, I heard from several of the guys, offensive line starters, talking about how much, you know, they have they haven't loved football this much since they've been there. I mean, they're excited, and especially at a position like offensive line, <clears throat> when all you do is come out and you fight a guy every day, practice or game. That's your job. Um, <clears throat> having inspired guys at that position, um, I mean, that's the number one thing you need. So, another name that's impressed me is Coach Messingham, or at least has exceeded my expectations mm-hmm. of him. The offense has been 
one of the most efficient offenses in K-State history through the first three games. Do you think that can continue into Big 12 play? You, do you think we have an advantage, you know, with attacking mm-hmm. defenses that are designed for, obviously, the Big 12 conference? Right. Absolutely. I think going back to just talking about Coach Messingham, I didn't know entirely, you know – I mean, you you can have great schemes and you can see them at times, but then you got to get in the critical. You got one opportunity um, for this game to happen, and uh, it's kind of like a presentation, right? And uh, you want it to go perfect all the way through, and there's always going to be things that go wrong. You know, they got scholarships too, so they're going to make some plays. But I felt like he's been almost perfect all the way through. Um, in the last game, I felt like, I don't know, the third quarter, I felt like we got a little pass happy there for a couple of series. And then we went back to some heavy personnel and we just, I mean, kind of sealed the deal and, and really closed the game out. Um, uh, talking about them fitting against Big 12 schools, uh, that's a huge advantage. And um, I've kind of always thought, you know, talk about KU – constantly struggling you know they just don't have the talent you know whatever you want to say I mean that's what you should be thinking you don't want to be a bad version of everybody else and not saying that's what we were or what we would be but when you are totally different than everybody else kind of like West Virginia's old defense was with the Holgerson every year it's something different you play something similar every week and then there's one game on the schedule where it's completely different and talking about personnel you have linebackers in the big 12 designed to cover pass you're recruiting guys who are probably 220 opposed to um, I mean some of the non-conference games you'll play a linebacker that's 245 and um, yeah he's great blocking you know stopping the run but he can't move at all and um, these smaller guys I mean when you're doing the pulling power and you gotta now you're getting an offensive lineman on a linebacker with the head of steam right he's getting a running start I mean you're really able to move some people and open up some holes so I mean uh, I'm really excited to see how it translates this this season so during Blitz Week, you did predict us to go mm-hmm. to a bowl game. I think you mm-hmm. landed on right around six wins. We're now yeah. sitting at 3-0. and We had mm-hmm. that impressive win versus Mississippi yeah. State. We had two of the most dominating performance in K-State history mm-hmm. to open it up. Are you still landing on six wins? Or if you were to give yourself a revision, right. what would you be throwing out there? Come on, Scott. Uh, <laughs> so for starters, when I'm picking that, man, there, like I said, you have the vision. You have the vision of the good and the bad. And, um, you know, you can jinx yourself if you shoot too high, hey, right? So hey, nothing wrong. I, I picked five. Hey. I mean, so in- – so and but my vision, like I said, it wasn't as good. I mean, so what I was thinking was, at best, I really felt like we were a seven, eight would be awesome. And at this point, with what I mean, you look around the Big Twelve. That's a huge part. You know, what are the other teams looking like? And obviously, you have Oklahoma and Texas are tough. Um, you know, Iowa State obviously lost last week. Uh, I mean, there there's just so many winnable games, and the more we win the more confident we're going to be. And the thing that I really like about this staff, and this is goes back to their time at North Dakota State, when we've got all these wins over Power 5 teams. And when you look at, okay, being in that environment, in that situation, being a player, I mean, they're an underdog in those games. So to continually have experience, you know, been proven to have taken your team and convinced them that they are capable of winning, because that's a huge part. Not only are you good enough to play with this team, do they really believe they're going to win? And then when you're in the crunch time in the back half of the game, and it might be close like it was last week, 
And a lot of times, the team that thinks they're going to win is the, the, the team that wins that game. And that's what I felt when we were playing Mississippi State. I'm thinking we played, we've made a lot of mistakes, but I feel like it's different. I feel like really, like this staff, all this stuff, looking back at their history, like we're going to close this game out and win it. And I think that's a huge, huge part of this season is um, – if I'm right, if that's the way you know it really is, then you know we're going to win some close games, and that's going to make a huge difference. And I would like to say, you know, we're we're capable of knocking off, you know, one of the big dogs between Texas and Oklahoma. I think we'll beat Iowa State. We got to win the games we're supposed to win. You know, um, where those chips fall on a number, I hate to throw out a number. Things play out differently. Uh, you know, I think nine for sure. What I'm really hearing is that we should be booking our hotel in Arlington. <laughs> hey, you want to book the hotel? I'm not going to stop you. The real question is, are you going to drive down with us? Hey, uh, if you save me a seat, I'm in. All right, Jesse Ertz live from yeah. Cowboys Stadium with Bosco's boys. That would be great. December 7th or 8th, or maybe 6th. Can't remember. I'm not sure. First I'm Saturday in mm-hmm. December. Be there, be square. Clear your calendar. I like it. I'm doing it. Yeah. Ask him for PTO right now. Yeah, I'll put mine in. Okay, perfect. I'll put mine we're, in we're gonna be there. So, <laughs> um, Grant, are you gonna be there with us? Yeah, of course. Okay, perfect. For sure. All right, I'll bring that flag, and we'll have it in tailgate. Hey, just got a new K State flag, but there's nowhere to put it out there. There's nothing to put it on. Everything's brick. So <laughs> great call. I'm <laughs> screwed. Something out. <laughs> Duct tape. I'll figure it out. But um, yeah. So we talk about nine wins. That would be a hell of a season. What do you think? Minimum. Minimum? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so what do you think are two to three specific keys that K-State needs to do to continue on this trend to um, reach that height? So I think we need to, A, stay committed to the run game. Um, I think that that's our strength, and as good as other things are going, we need to – Minimum. S- I love that. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> watch me. To, watch right, me. Just actually, you know, this whole thing – Make me look like an ass, but uh, no, we, we're winning them all now. Okay, yeah, there, I, I stand with you. Yeah, I need somebody to stand with me. I'm in. So I'm saying we got to stay committed to the run game. That's the number one. Um, I mean, you're going to be able to pass. That that'll be there if we can continue to run the ball. When you can't run the ball, things are going to start getting you know choked off in other places, and it's going to be trouble. Um, the other thing is. We got to win the close games because there's going to be times where there's going to be probably two, maybe three games that are going to be close games. Um, well, definitely at least two, three. And you got to win the close games. You can't, I mean, there's nothing worse. I look back at my time. We lost to uh, West Virginia by one, a horrible, I mean, man. Uh, we lost to Oklahoma State. We had the, we had the lead. You know, there's like so many times, you're like, well, shoot, we could have been 11 wins, you know, but you're Those not. Those are two of my least favorite games in yeah. the last five years Same. by far. Oh, that West Virginia game. I was you were there. there. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. It wasn't right. fun. It wasn't fun. But you know what? We're done. Hey, we still, no, you know, we still love We've you moved guys. on. But we, yeah. Nothing against on. you, buddy. But. All right. That's okay. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's to me the two, you know, third, give me some time. I'll think of the third, but. Those okay. are the two keys, I'll say. Well, we might have already gotten one of those. Hey. We may just roll. Yeah. We, might just have, we just have two more close games yeah. left, and that's going to yeah, be yeah. Texas and OU. I'm at three more. Yeah, we'll yeah. steal one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I'll tell you right now. People blow. are going to start saying they need to steal a win at K-State. That's how good we're going to be. Here's mm. the real question. This is off, <laughs> this is off book. You know, we, you got three very winnable games. 
Six and O, OU coming to town. College game day is probably going to be there, right? Uh, if you guys tweet enough, I think it's very possible. I'd have to look at the slate, but I don't. I can't imagine that they would go anywhere else, considering like the climbing story. I feel like mm-hmm. they would a hundred. It would that would be a top ten matchup. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah. and then Eric Stone Street's probably going to be shooting a movie, so the guest picker is going to have to be Jesse. Shit, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> Get up I will there. volunteer if that's what it takes. Hey, well, I, 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 I'm going to try to make it happen. That's my new, uh, my new goal to make it happen. So I like it. folks are listening to this. We're just coming out of the bye week. What were bye weeks like when you were playing? And have you heard anything or gotten any insight to what the bye week looked like for the team this year? To be honest with you, I have not heard what the bye week was like this year. Um, looking back on my time, what we did, so – Typically, you practice in a normal week, Monday through Thursday. Um, Friday is just a film day, and then you get on the plane, you go, you know, stay overnight. Saturday, you know, Saturday, Friday night walk through, Saturday walk through. Um, for bye weeks, we would practice uh, Monday through Thursday, Friday off, practice Saturday, practice Monday through Thursday again. So they kind of divide it up, put a practice on Saturday, you know. Um, I don't know exactly what they're doing this week. Um, I know that they they try and instead of being you know a three hour practice, I think they try and make a lot of things more around two hours, two fifteen, um, keep every mind fresh, but still keep them around. You know, be around the game, be thinking. So we've seen a lot of former players on Twitter recently. Mm-hmm. Tweeting about their time, you know, under Snyder compared to the new look of the program, you know, with the current staff kind of wishing, uh-huh. man, kind of like they want to be a part of it. Are you surprised to see some of that stuff, or is that something yeah. that you kind of expected? Well, I'm not so surprised. Uh, if I was surprised, it would probably be more surprised the fact that people have been this vocal because um, there's always been griping and things like that. And, uh, and then I'll hear a guy griping, and then somebody will ask him to his face, you know, what do you think? And, they, you know, they always give the politically correct answer and stuff. So, um, I mean, we're – it's just tough. You know, you got guys like I saw Walter Neal after the game, and the camera's on him, and it's the climbing air, it's the climbing – you know, I mean, everybody's <laughs> just – you know, it's uh, – everybody's loving it. I mean, there's – it's just a little bit – refreshing i think having um new philosophies uh some new energy uh i think um i i guess the answer would be no i'm not really that surprised um i i don't know i don't know that i would say i'm you know i'm jealous or anything like that i mean i'm very happy with the ability to play i got to do a lot of things i wanted to do um but definitely i'm happy for those guys um i mean you look at the I mean, we can always talk about judging Mississippi State versus last year versus Mississippi State this year. But, I mean, this is a team that was – I mean, they won five games last year. They lost, I don't know, ten guys that had, I mean, multiple years starters, four guys that were on NFL rosters. I think uh, two of them still are. I mean, we lost some people on a team that won five games. And when those coaches showed up – and I got friends on the team. I mean, you're like coming to a – camp of a bunch of sick people like there's guys ready to transfer i mean they've picked their spots there's guys that are looking to exhaust and start going pro in something other than sports um and i mean the way that everybody just came back together and i mean it's really incredible and that's 
I mean, I'm kind of preaching the choir, but it's just it's been really really cool to watch. So, going off book just a little bit, and it's it's nothing too crazy, but I know as a K State fan who saw the stable of running backs that mm-hmm. were around when you were playing quarterback. Um, and I can't help but to think, damn, what would it have looked like when you had, you know, Sillman, Barnes, Warmack, all of those guys yeah. in playing in this type of offense mm-hmm. to see them cycling through running backs. Um, first off, how different do you think the offense would have looked like with having all those guys? And second off, when it comes to the distribution of how they're using the running backs, mm-hmm. is that just the prototypical way that college – colleges who want to run the ball should be handling it because you got jordan brown you know fresh all three guys fresh legs in the fourth quarter yeah um so you know what are your thoughts on how they've been using the running backs well i think it's awesome uh i think that was a problem we used to have was we had multiple guys who were very close to the same level now they might have all been a little different different skill set which these guys are as well um i know that's something you talk about guys that <laughs> dog find the toy. You talk about guys that uh, might be, you know, ex players wishing they were playing that. I mean, that's the those are the people you need to go talk to because those running backs, uh, every one of them, they're the ones saying that. You know, they see three guys getting the ball. I mean, there was never a bad energy between running backs. I mean, they always were really close friends. Um, you know, they always respected each other's abilities and, and understood this guy deserves carries too, but everybody wants the ball, you know. So um, it's a unique situation, and um, I think with the current situation, it's – you talk about is that how teams should do it? I don't. I mean, it's unique. I mean, you look at uh, a lot of these schools, um, at best they have two running backs, you know. Maybe you're lucky enough to have two really good running backs um, where they kind of go back and forth a lot of times – you look at Big Ten schools, a lot of times they have, like, their one signature back. I mean, to have three and, you know, probably a fourth waiting, you know, or even fifth that's not even getting any look that's, you know, proven himself in the early games, I mean, that's just being spoiled. And they're all playing the role, and they're all, you know, I mean, they just jumped into their roles and have taken it in stride. And uh, I think as we go on, you know, the first two games, you can't really tell what each guy, you know, where are we going to use them in the big games? And when it really matters, who's going to get to do what? Um, you kind of saw it last week. I think going forward, we'll, we'll get a better feel for these guys. I think they all kind of look like superheroes um, in any position they're put in in the first two weeks. But we'll kind of see where they really fit in in terms of situational going forward. We talked about Jay Hooks last time you were yeah. here, and that's kind of leaked into uh, Twitter a little culture. bit, and mm-hmm. our followers' culture. Um, As it should. Are you proud yeah. of Are you proud of that? Oh yeah, I mean uh, that. <laughs> I, I I think Brogan actually listened to this, and he was like, "Man, you got the Jay Hook on there." I was like, "I even, I think I name dropped him even," <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a quality, uh, you know name of a move that should be a house i look for move. it every time i watch football now like yeah. if i see oh, it i'm like ooh, j-hook every baby. single game like i'm just sitting there i was like yeah. boom j-hook and you know i think i think what we need to do is get a signature j-hook t-shirt out there we're gonna have yeah. to, oh, will we're gonna have to talk to will uh, over at uh to the ville and you, you mm-hmm. might have to be on the lookout to the teespring store and see yeah. a j-hook uh 
I'd be t-shirt. really interested to see what he would come up for that shirt. You know what would be really badass is those, you know that shirts where you turn a different angle and the picture oh, changes? Oh, like a little holographic You shirt. do one of those with a guy jayhooking? Awesome. Man. Um, I don't know if Teespring that on has game that yeah. uh, capabilities, <laughs> but... Uh, you had to pay a little extra. But. Yeah, you guys might need to be on the lookout for uh, <laughs> the, the jayhooks. Um, so we're, we're getting towards the end, and, uh, you know... You're you're a quick talker, so tell as many stories as you want. But we, we were chatting <laughs> before like this. We were chatting before this, and you're kind of struggling with uh, what yeah. story you might want to tell. So give us one or two of the funniest stories you have from when you're at K State. Remember, yeah. you know this is not a family podcast. You can be as explicit right. as you want. Uh, you <laughs> can edit names out if you uh-huh. don't want to. You know, dox anybody out there. Yeah. But I think the Boneheads deserve one or two very funny stories from your time at K-State. Well, yeah. The, yeah, you definitely got to be careful. I'm putting people at, you know, at their expense, the laughter. But, um, <laughs> man, there's a lot of funny stories. Um, and I try and stick to football, obviously. But um, I think about Will Geary is one guy that, you know, as much as there's a lot of funny stories, some of them are just like, amazing stories like the dude was superhuman right so uh i know at one you know this guy was all big 12 three years he was a walk-on like a four-year starter uh he came on as a freshman from topeka came on as a freshman shout out topeka topeka cat <laughs> and uh i mean he was the strongest guy on the team as a true freshman as an 18 year old kid i mean you have cody Whitehair. i mean there's a bunch of big strong guys even if they're no good at football it might be third string but they could still be you know strong as hell so he he comes in and and i remember i mean we were older but he was just scared of n- nothing sounded like a bad idea dude was scared of nothing most biggest teddy bear ever and he uh he buys a motorcycle and we're all like what the fuck gary like that's not a good idea like you're the last guy who should own a motorcycle and um uh i remember he had a girlfriend or uh, a friend i'm not sure who was on with him and he's riding this motorcycle around and i just hear about it you know i don't even you know basically he wipes the motorcycle out and he like king kong just (laughs) wraps her up and takes the entire blow he comes out with road rash all over right and she's untouched. I mean, like a freaking miracle. <laughs> and we go to the weights, and he, he, he squatted like 670 or something. And it was the point where you're not really gaining football's, you know, talent by squatting anymore than that. So we'll you cut you off there. So everyone else is maxing on squats this day. Well, he's got freaking bandages all over the right side of his body from this road rash. And then I go over there and do single leg squats. And I don't know if anybody here has truly done single leg, like a real single leg squat. And I mean, I'm, you know, I was an average mid-sized guy, you know, so I might have held like a 20 pound dumbbell, uh, you know, dumbbell and thought that really sucked. And he's 300 pounds. So they sent him over to the other side of the weight room and pretty quick a weight coach goes over to check on him. And the man has got a 140 pound dumbbell in his hands doing single leg squats. And he's like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, well, everyone else is maxing out, so I thought I would too, just dead serious. Like, that was the type of shit he did. Um, I mean, that dude was different. And then I remember another time it was in a game. Uh, this was Colburn Couchman, who was a special teams guy, just like a missile. Like, he was just a super hard hitter, run down, full bore, break the wedge, you know, guy. I mean, uh, great. I think he, he might have been a captain, special teams captain one year. Uh, and – this was before I was playing. He runs down, 
on kickoff, just crushes the wedge, comes running out, and he's yelling, my eyes, my eyes. And we're like, what the hell? And he comes running, and he comes, pulls up on the sideline right next to me, and he's like, there's something in my eyes, something in my eye. And I've never seen this in my entire life. You've, oh, no. If you tried to cross your eyes, you, your eyes go inside. <laughs> One of his eyes was straight at me, and the other eye was completely out the side of his oh, head. Oh, no. I'd I don't even know. I've never seen this or heard of this. And I'm going, your eye your eye is out of position. Your eye is out of – I don't even know what to call it. It's out of line or something. And and it, I'm seeing it crawl and creep its way back to center. And he's going, it's go, it's getting better. It's going away. And oh. he was good. It was the most bizarre, crazy thing I ever saw. Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> Man, these aren't very funny, but you know they are kind of cool. Uh, but you know, you asked me out a person, I usually can come up with a better story. You know, just to come up with stories that thin air is tough. But uh, I'll think of Brogan while well, we all talk about Brogan all the time. Oh, um, oh man, I'm trying to think of good camp haircut talks or anything like that. Um, yeah, that's tough. Um, I don't feel too bad selling Brogan down the river. No, neither do I. He's going to be a doctor. Yeah. He'll be all right. Um, here, here's a question for you. I think I'm, we're going to go off the cuff, give you random questions that you weren't able to prepare for. So mm-hmm. my first question is, do you still have the cowboy hat from the <laughs> Texas Bowl oh, yeah. MVP? Yeah, it's in my uh, closet on the top shelf in, a, in the box. So. Uh, when's the last so. time you wore it? Was it getting the award or have you worn it since uh that would be the like i've never actually worn it with purpose you know i might have showed somebody and then like you know they throw it on i throw it on and we laugh put it back in the box put it away um no maybe if i go to dirty dogs manhattan sometime i'll pull it out will you wear it to the big 12 championship game if k-state's playing the big 12 championship in arlington will you wear it to the game if that if if you want me to i'll do that okay sure there we go where next time? Where next time you're on the pod? On the pod, okay, sounds good. That would be great. Um, yeah. Shoot, have we ever asked him the karaoke question? Oh yeah, if if you're gonna sing, you right. have to basically gun to your head. Oh man, let's make it more extreme. Gun to your head. If you don't, if you don't hit all the right words, you're dead. Well, What's one song that you're like? I will not miss a. I won't miss a word. Uh, that's tough. <laughs> uh, so I listen to music. I don't know that. I have a bunch of songs that I could sing, you know. I'm not a, a singer. I'm not a really a good dancer. I, you know, when it comes to um, that type of stuff, you know, I'm a fan, but I'm not, you know, I don't have a, a good playlist. So that's tough. Um, I remember playing. What's the? Is it? What's the one where you plug it into your PS2? Um, Rock it, Band. No, it's got the actual microphone. That's got a mic. Yeah, Rock Band had a microphone. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I just remember having some friends in high school, and. Uh, one of the girls had this game and we'd all go over there and we'd freaking jam out on a rock band. And the one song, like I was awful, like failed and booyah. They think they booyah on the game yeah. and yeah, then they, they, they make yeah. you stop. The only one that I could get through the whole song without them ending it was a Kid Cudi song, oh, which right. he was one of my favorite guys. So, um, I guess if there's a gun in my head, I don't know if too many people like karaoke Kid Cudi, but well, I'd try and do good it. The thing about karaoke is you can read. So yeah, exactly. All right, the next one, this is this was one of our favorite ones at Big 12 Media Day. Mm-hmm. If you were, again, these are life or death situations. This Versus, one especially. Yeah, this one especially. Okay. You're going up, how, how tall are you? Uh, about 6'3". Roughly, what do you weigh right now? About 210. Okay, so a 6'3", 210, good-looking, early 20-year-old. Okay. So basically almost like a doppelganger. Mm-hmm. 
It's an eating competition, mm. volume and speed for your life, but you get to choose wow. the food. I what food are food. you choosing? Oh, you didn't even ask me if I'd win. You just get it. I get the win. I get to choose the food. Yeah, you get to choose the food. Oh man! Um, and if you lose, you're gone. Let's think so. of something a little strange that I really like. Um, man, so we're talking. Okay, so like I if we give up, you like 20 minutes. What can yeah. you eat more than basically your like a guy <laughs> that's anybody like else? You. Yeah. Um, man. You know, we called Brogan, we used to call him Chili Berry because he was <laughs> the chili machine. They might call me, um, man, you, you, you know what goulash is? Of course. Oh, yeah. My mom makes some wicked good goulash. My girlfriend loves goulash. And I, all the time. I think I could knock anybody down with some goulash. I don't think they'd be able to, you know, stay hip to hip with me. I'd be leaving them. All so. right. Goulash, that's the first one for... Probably the last one, too. Last person you're going to hear say goulash. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised by that. I don't even know I can spell goulash, but... Yeah. I think it's G O U L A S H. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to believe you. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Maybe that's just our spelling of goulash. Maybe mini corn dogs, too. Ooh. Yeah. I'm a big All fan right. of those. Throw a number out there. What number? In 20 minutes, how many mini corn dogs are you doing? In 20 minutes? Okay. We'll oh, go you 10. mean? Oh. We'll go 10 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, well, you're going to puke at some point. I bet I could get mini corn dogs. I know I'm, I'm judging off pizza pockets because that's more of a, you know, you put them on the pan, you count them. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking I can knock down 80 mini corn dogs. 80? I'm, I'm considering so them being much. the bite size, right? That's so much. It's like, that's a 10 minutes, though? Think of how many, like, right. real-size corn dogs But 50 is. just like, sounds kind of like, you know, you're only halfway in. Yeah. I'm supposed to really, you know, it's a competition. That's true. Boxers um, or briefs? Uh, briefs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got to go briefs. What color are you wearing today? We've asked this of all the coaches. Oh, and man. Strange, but uh, I think they're light gray. <laughs> hey, there you Very, go. Very almost a whitish gray, you know? Very light. Fresh color. Yeah. You can't go wrong there. I mean. No. I don't have anything else. All right. Well, I think uh, that's going to do it for today. We'll We'll let you off with all those answers. I think it was good. Um, as always, we give the guests the final word. So say whatever you want to all the boneheads out there, any random K-State fan who might mm. be listening, um, any okay. random person in you know Tunisia. We get yeah. random people Anybody. all throughout the world listening. So. Um, I'm going to shout out some people at home. Um, the one is going to be Nate Hollingsworth. as uh, a cousin of mine that I found out he listened to this. He didn't even tell me. He told my other cousin. So he's going to be really – bizarre when he finds out i'm shouting him out now uh <laughs> um yeah i'll plug in something i think you asked me if i want to plug something last time yes so jesse or jesse Ertz qb club in uh, kansas city area uh so i've been working with about 15 to 20 quarterbacks middle school high school and a, uh even a, a college kid so you know you got a you got a young qb wants to uh learn some fundamentals hit me up do you teach the J hook that's in the yeah that is in the system in the uh it's in the playbook of things we go over so no doubt it's kind of like a you know football 101 that's kind of like a you know 201 type thing we get there though <laughs> you get there it's yeah. an upper level yeah <laughs> that's when you get, get into your major is, you know yeah well thanks for coming on man it's always fun i always think we're gonna blast. just keep having you on so you can talk about the cats hey. and tell us from a football brain what's happening yeah absolutely i love it perfect thanks again for coming on jesse we love you boneheads we love everyone out there um 
hey, it's game week now when you guys are listening to this. That's uh, true. It's time Buys to get excited. Uh, we're going to be in Stillwater. If you see us, say hi. Um, and let's keep this. Let's keep the train going. Hell yeah. Appreciate it. Let's do it. Let's go 4-0. Meet me at the Cathead. Used to have friends, now I got enemies. Used to keep them close, now they dead to me. Used to have friends, now I got enemies. Enemies, yeah, so sad. They said I would never get this far. Think that we don't see who you are. Laughing to the bank like ha, ha, ha. Guess it, I'm just talking too much, blah, blah, blah. So, where did y'all go? When I was shit broke, couldn't even buy smokes Now your mama needs tickets to my stadium show She love it when she hear me on the radio I know it's hard to swallow your pride Sorry that you can't get over me Now you're out my life, I'm so relieved I used to have friends, now I got enemies Used to keep them close, now they dead to me Tend to show all the tendencies Enemies, yeah, so sad Sometimes, every time they let me down Sometimes, every time they let me down Used to have friends, now I got enemies Enemies, yeah, so sad Close to my enemies. Let's go. I need better enemies. When I told you fuck it, you thought I was playing, huh? Yeah, yeah. But I made this shit litter. She wanted to buy, but I told her fuck that. Nope. She look at me like she's surprised. Packing the post. Ooh. And I'm on my lawn. The box at the door, they go for 35. Yeah. I tried to put on for my partners. They turn into enemies right before a nigga. I, you reach for a shake, I'm a whole lot of fish. Give a nigga a quarter pound without the fry. I just went double platinum with no features. Just to show a nigga I don't really need it. Pass a man a plate and he can make a shake. It's guaranteed he fold him by the hand of feet. And I know you think that I ain't see it. And I know your bitch ain't got a car, don't make me go and buy your bitch a little pre. Fuck on the camera, we can call it even. Friends are like the autumn, every year they leave me. And I'ma rake them in the pile, throw them in the bag. Tie them bitches up and leave them. Cause most these niggas are deceiving and nah. Used to have friends, now I got enemies. Used to keep them close, now they dead to me. Money tend to show all the tendencies. Enemies, yeah, so sad. Sometimes, every time they let me down. Sometimes, every time they let me Friends, how I got enemies, enemies, yeah, so sad. It's too late to turn this shit around. Only held me down when you wanted me to drown. It's too late to turn this shit around. So don't try and tell me that you're happy for me now. Used to have friends, now I got enemies. Used to keep them close, now they dead to me. Money tend to show all the tendencies. Network.